0: A couple of weeks ago, I got a call from Instamojo. It's uh, one of India's uh, successful e-commerce payment uh, platforms, and uh, these guys are based out in Bangalore. And um, they reached out to me, trying to understand if I can be one of their resource speakers for one of the community-building initiatives they're doing. Kerala startup mission and this is about product marketing for startups so the idea is to uh, talk about product marketing and how startups can benefit from it so if you look at there is a significant shift from the services uh, markets to the product market so earlier India you know used to do a lot of services to the clients outside and now a lot of startups in the space is coming up with products. When I say products, they're internet products, products which can be scaled, product which can't be scaled, product which is very niche, um, things like that. So that's the context in which I was organizing some thoughts on product marketing with my own experiences, observations from the market and also being uh, pretty lucky to talk to some really good guys in this space especially the product marketers who are highly successful who have scaled their product from one million to you know big time so these are entrepreneurs and marketers who are like very very passionate about their product and they've developed it and most importantly they're very good at product marketing so that is some skill which can which can be of immense use for entrepreneurs, especially when they are in the zero to one stage. So this is the context in which we were kind of trying to see if I can make a podcast for for you guys. Um, I actually made a LinkedIn article for this, uh, you know, organizing all my thoughts on product marketing. So uh, here it goes. So basically, this is going to be very specifically helping uh, B2B, that's business to business SaaS entrepreneurs, people who are uh, selling cloud based services and who are in their zero to one game and they're trying to uh, evolve their product. They're trying to, uh, you know, get their initial set of customers. They want to try out your, their product with some of their, their, the best uh, uh, customers they can get through. So, this is the idea. So, this can give an idea of how to seriously look at product marketing. So most of the time what happens is, in the zero to one game, entrepreneurs are confused. Entrepreneurs take a different role. They they feel the product is first and they have to invest a lot of their time and product, you know, uh, amount, I mean money and uh, energy in the product. And ultimately they understand when they come out with the product, they have missed out on the marketing and they have to develop all their marketing skills. So it's like um, always working on something to make it happen. So. Uh, the idea is to give understanding to the entrepreneur how this works. So, product marketing is about the product, the market, and the communication in between. So, you need to know the product, you need to develop the product, you need to build the product that the customer is willing to pay for, and also need to understand there is a market out there which must fit with the product. So, that's what we call the PM product market fit pmf the communication in between the story we are telling how are we nudging your customers to talk that this product is good for them how is this product killing one of their pains and they are willing to pay for killing that you know basically killing that pain so it's a perception we create about the product for which the customers are willing to pay for so basically broadly if you look at it the product market has a role in engineering product evolution positioning, storytelling, sales, onboarding retention and loyalty. So this is the this is the whole role of um, of a product marketer. So I'm just g- giving you an idea it's a, in a zero to one game every entrepreneur is a product marketer so you cannot say that I am an entrepreneur I'm an engineer I'm a sales guy um, I'm a CTO no. Everyone in the team is a product marketer. So, just to give you an example, so we all use, uh, say, like more than twenty products on our phones and many more on the web, right? So, it could be Netflix, Facebook, Uber Eats, Amazon, WhatsApp, Spotify, Airbnb, Twitter, you know, Skype, Instagram, Google Pay, and, and many more. So, and maybe in your business you might be using AWS, Amazon. You know, web services, Soho, CRM, you know, say like if you are doing some recruiting, you might be using Naukri, LinkedIn, Sales Navigator for some kind, of, kind of B2B discovery and many more. Now, how these products landed up with us? If you look at it, some of them, we have become paid subscribers. And what are the problems these products are solving for us? And how did these companies sell their products to us? What was the process? If you really look at it, Uh, You say, oh my god, this is not the kind of comparison we would appreciate because we are startups and uh, the point is all these companies, if you look at, are selling simple products which solve one of your problems. So a startup with say like five employees sometimes complicate a simple product and add some lot of features when they say they are in a hurry to add a lot of features to their product. And sometimes after doing everything, they don't have any story to tell. There are thousands of such companies. They hardly get noticed. So if you look at, there is a website called Cat Product Hunt. And a casual look at the Product Hunt website actually will make you realize the number of startups coming up every day with complicated products and have, and have no story. And some of them look very interesting sometimes, you know. But some of them seem to be abandoned by their own founders after some intense hustle. I mean, it's pretty obvious that they lose the um, excitement of building the product because the product needs customers. If the customers don't vouch for it, if the customers are not using it, and customers love stories. So what is the gap? Is it technology the gap or story the gap? So, product marketing is um, actually a combination, you know, uh, of engineering, user empathy, and storytelling for startups, and maybe for this, I'm talking for the zero-to-one companies, because engineering is still part of their constantly evolving product, and engineering guys need to empathize with the users, or even the potential buyers, in understanding what they're looking for. The more real feedback you get from users on the product during the engineering stage can actually help you to evolve the product with market fitment. So I've seen most of engineering guys do not talk to their customers much. I mean, they try to build something which they like because they feel this is the need of the customer. This might be good. This may work well. I mean, scenarios like that. They said there's the probability of uh, this product being liked and used by many people, but Unless we talk to them, unless we empathize with the real customers who are potentially going to buy a product, we may not know what is the fitment. So it doesn't mean that we end up adding features for all the customers we speak to. No, we are not adding all the features which your customers are asking to. because sometimes we need to exactly define the custom. We need to define the buyer persona who is willing to pay for it and, and we have to define it. So there are two sides to it. So one is that we feel that engineering is the key, that code is everything. The other argument is that the story is everything. So what is more important? I would say. I mean, many of my entrepreneurs and product entrepreneurs might differ from me, and they say like product-first thinking, product—you, the product will sell by itself. Some of the. Panelists of the program at Instamojo said that the product have to sell itself. I agree with that, but how many products can sell by itself? So here is the core of storytelling. The storytelling is the core of product marketing a compelling set of messages precisely reaching the target market and persuading them to take a series of actions and finally buy the product. So the most important thing is empathy for users and we all believe users do not know what they want. I mean, the typical Steve Jobs philosophy, that's only relevant for a genius product. 99.99% of the products need to constantly understand what paying customers are looking for or they want. So what the customers are willing to pay may not be the thing which you are painstakingly building. The biggest engineering delusion is that the product will sell itself. So they invest all their time and money in the product. It is product-first thinking. Many many entrepreneurs are still doing that. And But we need to understand something that product is the result of constant empathetic communication with potential users to evolve it to make it product customers are willing to pay for. And a great story to back it can make it a strong bet. So where is the gap? So at the same time, we can't launch a crude product. Thinking that we can improvise on the go. We have to make it right the first time as the users won't come back. Even if we shout saying, hey, we have changed a lot. You know, the first version was very bad, but now we have changed. Please come back. Please come back. That won't work. If you look at Slack, one of the biggest hits in the recent years, B2B SaaS is like, uh, they took four years actually, when they started from 2009 till 2013. They were refining their product to finally launch it in 2013. And they reiterated it with a small community of users to improvise the product so many times until they found it worth to launch. So they recently did an IPO. The idea is reiteration, making it right the first time. The biggest challenge of product marketers is that there are very few playbooks available to understand the game. So if you look at any kind of other skills you want to acquire, you have so many, you have so many courses. If you you want to learn programming, you have so many courses. If you want to learn uh, Facebook marketing, you have so many courses. But in product marketing, you don't have much of resources because it's a combination of different skills. So product marketing itself is a combination of different skills. So that's why there are not much playbooks available and, but there are some really good books which, which can give us insights on how to build it. So this is a game which is newly evolving and, and changing constantly with new marketing platforms and content formats. So, But the essence is the same. Compelling storytelling to get the attention of your potential users and nurturing them faster towards to the pay button. They have to pay you. Start using your product and ultimately pay you. Or whatever business models you are actually looking at. It must serve your purpose of you know getting revenues. So if you are a solo entrepreneur. So most of the time I see a lot of solo entrepreneurs. They, they build a product and you become a skills ninja. I mean, they go to Udemy, they go to Udacity. They, they, they find out in you know, YouTube wherever possible to find out how I can do this. To learn all the varied skills you must have to become a product marketer. It's not easy. In that stage, spending time with the customer is a key. The initial set of customers who should be your biggest fans, everything else can wait. I mean, writing some blogs won't help in this stage. So people get into some, say like some instant gratification, things like, you know, let me make a a blog or let me uh, speak at an event. It won't help. Uh, sometimes it can help because some you may get some people uh, to work with you because you you're a good speaker you may get a co-founder you may get an employee you may get a reference we never know but that's not the focus area for the product right it can even distract you from focusing on the important things in the business the customer uh, writing it help to bring clarity of course to yourself about the product you're building and trying sell so articulating the product is a constant job of a marketer. When all of your team articulates it with consistency, we are bettering in the game. There are two ways of looking at this. One is some people say that we need to have the product first. Some people say let's let's have the product, but we let's look at product marketing first. So there's a new set of entrepreneurs and investors actually who think product marketing uh, is uh, is not as important as product-driven growth. So product-driven growth the strategy where the product is so good that it sells itself the growth happens through word of mouth so users recommend the product to their to their friends and colleagues and so basically b2b saas globally is a tough game because of the you know the the kind of investments required to build inbound outbound sales teams and hiring and managing them expenses involved in the selling so that's where the product-driven growth picks an interest for the key stakeholders. So they say, let's create a fantastic product that, that, that it will sell it itself. So most of the products have trial periods, say like 14 days. Uh, but why are we giving it? Um, are we ensuring what they use it? Most of the product marketing guys check with the user at the end of the period. And by the time the customer has not even logged in to see the various things the product can do, And they would be reluctant to ask for an extension and they would tell that they are not interested in the product. So we take it as a feedback and without knowing the real reason behind it. Product marketing actually is about going deep into the psychology of the user and finding the real reasons for why they accepted it and why they rejected it. We want to know both the reasons, why they accepted it, why they rejected it. And most of the time when you're starting up a company uh, we do a lot of stuff I mean sometimes we we wake up and we feel let's write a blog let's make a video let's uh, talk to our customers so many random things we do so product marketing is not a random activity of course hustling is the key for any kind of entrepreneurship but you cannot take product marketing as a random thing which we can do without planning this precise targeting of your customers and reaching out to them with a specific product consistently which can help them to solve a particular problem, either which they are already identified or you make them notice. A systematic communication process with clear targets. Structure determines behavior. If you don't have a structure, your behavior will go haywire. Product marketing requires proper structure and discipline. You look at entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs need to be disciplined. They need structure. And that's the structure which actually helps them to be disciplined and and become more effective in that. Product marketing requires that structure. So in a nutshell, what is that? So know your user. Know your product's magic. Connect the two. Tell the story. Build trust. Give a taste of the product to the user. Make them use it. Seek feedback. Reward them instantly. Make them pay for your product. Onboard them like a king. Make it a celebration. Say hi to them occasionally. Make them feel belong to the community of the product. Create a cult around it. We need a culture. Use a vocabulary which excites them. This is product marketing in a nutshell. Most of the people rely on luck. I mean, getting a first customer might be like, "Oh my God, somebody will come and you know, kind of bail out the company." Or somebody will come and uh, find this product exciting. No, that's not how it works. So, basically, to understand, this is a very serious thing, and there is a thought and action process successful product marketers have evolved over their product marketing journeys, business to consumer, business to business. After all. It's human to the human process and we need to actually know how it works, the human psychology. If we hate to help people in real life, product marketing is not a game for you it is not some automated play where no human interaction happens and everything is happening with drip emails automated lead generation forms chatbots landing pages and you know it automatically gets to some sub paid subscribers no it, it won't work like that I mean, it can work for probably really really fantastic products which are less than one person in the world out of out of 100 SaaS b2b products there may be one or two person of such products which can actually get that but we are talking about products which are evolving from zero to one entrepreneurs who are like passionate about building something but they want to do it the entire context in which we are talking about product marketing isn't different i mean i'm not talking about selling slack i'm not talking about selling instagram i'm not talking about selling dropbox we're talking about small ideas which are evolving as products and entrepreneurs do not have much of resources, and these people are from the zero to one and they're trying to figure out and they need to know like how things work i mean they don't really figure out how things work but they need to look at seriously how product marketing can actually help their product first of all is your product customer pain killer a customer is facing a pain and we ignore that and we build something else customer won't bother about it so if customer is facing a pain you have to attend to it and tell them hey my product can kill your pain first start learning what your customer is looking for his problems his immediate pain areas put your product as their painkiller your product must be a painkiller for your customers Uh, immediate painkiller i mean uh, not on homeopathic doses i mean and then make them feel that it can help their business in the short term to medium term to long term so what's your product is it a cloud-based survey tool or a crm solution for professional services firms or a chat board for recruiters what is it you have to define it what your product is what's your product's magic and don't tell me the features many of the product marketers and entrepreneurs have come up with say hey i have tons of features uh, sometimes some benefits if it creates one magic moment for the user. Tell that story compellingly. Identify that in the product. What makes a user's eyes glow? Tell that only. Don't try to sell all the features. Once a user starts using it, she f- you know, I mean can find it intuitively. Possibly most of the features which excite each user might be different. So now Knowing your potential user is the most important thing in the product marketing journey. Most of the time, engineering teams are illusioned by the product and its cutting its features they are passionately building. Can products sell themselves? All business to business products is sold in each step of the product marketing process. From cold feet to determined buyers, everything depends on the core message we communicate. So, what problems your customers face? Are they trying to solve it? Do they know the problem exists? Or um, they searched for a bit and concluded that the problem can't be solved? Or they do not know what the problem can be or whether it can be solved or even... even, They don't even believe in it that can be solved. So, this is the different scenarios in which the problem perception um, of the customer is. Now look at the perception. They tried some products and failed. They say, oh my God, I've seen that. And I've I've been through some cloud-based tools earlier and I I don't believe in it right now. They have a reluctance to cloud products saying that the adoption is not easy. They say, my team members are already using some tools. Maybe a new tool may not work. They don't see immediate business advantages in it and they also feel that the users won't shift to a new product or platform this is a perception about uh, of the customer about the adoption about the price about the usage they look at the pricing most of them feel that it is useless and paid more and they always try to compare with other products and price comparison becomes difficult with the different combinations of packages uh, you know making it difficult for them to comprehend for a decision to be made so they delay it so whenever they are not able to take a a rational decision they delay it here is where the nudge really helps b2b decisions are supposedly driven by logic and a proper buyer rationale and also with multiple stakeholders which include the decision maker influencer and the final users so product marketing is a blend of engineering and storytelling and we need magical features with the magical story that combination really works if one is missing it's very difficult the engineering guys must know that the user go through the user journey themselves they need a lot of empathy to make products for users whom they target the storytelling team includes um, content writers copywriters designers video makers infographic producers media buyers digital pr guys and they all work together to create an amazing storyline for the product which is compelling enough for a customer who is bombarded with you know some dozens of product demos in a year i'm talking about b2b decision makers are bombarded with Cloud company emails saying, Hey, have a look at it, have a demo, a free demo. Look at it, would you use it? Stuff like that. So, why should they notice you? So, there are a lot of different, interesting, exciting content formats which are available now through different channels. So, for example, first of all, we need to have a very contemporary, very good navigation UI, UX, stuff like that, you know, on our website you have you need to have some videos videos always work in most of the b2b scenarios videos actually help uh, to convert uh, a lot videos help in conversion uh, even the drift uh, platform has started a video which is uh, quite good they started a couple of months back and they are kind of uh doing it very well for b2b uh, conversational marketing podcasts like this you know where we explain everything right you know it's it's, it's more like a most of like uh, explaining stuff, blogs, stories, news about your company, emails, case studies, product decks, direct conversations, chatbots, explainer videos, landing pages, infographics, carousal ads, LinkedIn, Medium, Facebook, Twitter, whatnot, Instagram, WhatsApp groups, white papers, CEO interviews and product demos surveys, events, webinars, calls, data calls, you know, ratings and reviews of your product in in different platforms like good firms or even in clutch, Uh, meetings, partner referrals, word of mouth, PR wire, investor intros, family, relatives, friends, comments in large threads and many, many more random things which entrepreneurs do and the crazy intense hustle in which people do product marketing. But actually, what really works for you is something which you need to figure out. How do you figure out that? You know, I love websites like GrowBoards or Intercom.com uh, for its contemporary look and call-to-action-driven navigation. So, if you look at B2B and B2C product marketing, it differs in the decision-making process. One is logic-driven, the other is emotionally-driven. So, eight pointers for the product marketing for your startup. So, uh, like, what is the product you want to sell? The customers you want to target. Tools you use to automate. Stories you build compellingly. Campaign channels you attribute. Analytics to understand what works. Decisions to make rapidly. Revenue targets to follow precisely. So, there are so many resources which I've curated for a serious entrepreneur to understand how product marketing works. And I urge uh, all of you to uh, have a look at these kind of curated resources. Uh, these are resources, videos, courses, books, benchmarks and tools for effective product marketing. And most importantly, talk to entrepreneurs who are great at their product marketing. Um, you can always go to my LinkedIn and I've uh, organized this um, information out there, the resources to gather insights, uh, the videos you must watch, courses which you should explore, books which you can get you insights about product marketing, and some of the beautiful benchmarks for B2B SaaS platforms to get inspiration on UI design and storytelling, and also tools to discover, design, and develop your marketing content and campaigns. So how are you feeling now? hope you're starting to get an idea how serious product marketing is great Um, what you can do is to share your story with me i'm available on twitter at kk action and i love to hear your story you can always uh, you know direct message me if you have some questions and or maybe message here on the podcast i'd be happy to help you and i hope this uh, podcast helps you to get um, a basic uh, you know, idea about how to take your product marketing seriously. Thank you so much uh, for the patient listening. So it's been, it's almost like 30 minutes now. So uh, I hope um, if, if somebody has stayed back till this time and you guys are really serious. Thank you so much. See you soon. Bye-bye.